Alright, welcome back to another illustrious episode of the Mixtape Ambassadors. I am Jeff. And I am Leo. Happy Halloween out there, guys. Yep. Um, and I forgot to even mention it because I've been trying to keep track of the stats of our um, podcast. And um, let me see, I think my mic's really loud there. I'm going to turn it down a little. Um, I've noticed that most of our traffic happens on Mondays, so it's kind of cool we update the podcast on Sundays, and then people watch it on Monday, and then it kind of just dies for the rest of the week. Well, you know, Monday, everybody's first day back at work. We're we're trying to give you some content, something to listen to. Yeah. Brighten up that week, start it off on the right foot. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, so aside from that, uh, we were coming up with ideas for this episode and we kind of gave it a theme and it's the uh offensive episode i should have done that first yeah the offended episode (laughs) you got that what's the name of the episode leo offended there we go all right so we're going to talk about things particularly in comedy but other avenues as well of and and how they relate to Kind of the way, I guess, I don't know, the the world is nowadays by getting so offended by things. Um, we're going to talk about topics of, you know, relevance recently that may kind of fall in line with that and kind of just give our own ideas and thoughts on the subject. Yeah, it's kind of become an entire culture almost, you know, like the mm-hmm. hipster culture we talked a little bit about last week. And now this this week we're talking about the offended culture. Yeah. Oh, no. Someone's getting arrested Somebody, right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming for me. They heard this podcast and yeah. they're already shutting us down. Well, you the know, offensive police. <laughs> people just get offended about anything and everything. You know, oh, that kid's wearing a green shirt. Green offends me. Mm-hmm. Cue, cue the online fake outrage. <laughs> um, but yeah, so one of the um, things that. I was reading on the internet this week is um, the cartoon Simpsons. You know, the Simpsons has been out since, what, like 89 or something like that? It's something like that. I mean, I remember as a kid I used to watch that. Mm-hmm. And, oh, God. Yeah, and so so one of our beloved characters from the Simpsons, Apu, is supposedly not going to be on the show anymore. And Really? Yeah, there, there was a... Like a, I have fake internet outrage or real outrage. I don't know. You can't really tell anymore about how uh, his Indian character is insensitive, and I think they even made a documentary about it um, because it was um, it's biased because Apu is a white guy doing an impress- impersonation of of another of a brown guy. You know, or I don't know. And so it's cultural appropriation yet again. Yeah, you know, and it's weird because when the character originated, that wasn't even a thought or a concept or an idea even. I mean, it was just, I don't know, we didn't think about it. And the show has survived for so long, and now it's becoming offensive and and not okay to do. And it's, it's just weird how the shift in our values in society have to, have to shape um, are forms of entertainment. And it's really kind of sad because, I mean, the Pooh is part of The Simpsons. Yeah. He's an important part. And the fact that it's taken, I mean, what are the, are the Simpsons on like the 30th season or something yeah, close to like that? Yeah, it's like the longest running animated series. You know, so 
like it's not like he's a new character and we're like okay look you guys tried it it's not it's we just can't do it like mm-hmm. he's been on for 30 years and there has been no outrage that i can recall uh that would warrant them taking him off the show for yeah, any there was, reason there was something like uh, a couple of months ago i remember reading about it and the simpsons kind of just shrugged it off you know as far as i can remember their response was kind of just like oh you know that's not i think i think they they had lisa do like a reaction i wish i had that and i think that's how they responded to it um but i guess you know ever since then now they're gonna just pull the character because um people are just getting offended left and right or i don't i don't know and and you gotta wonder because i have a theory about that about how when you read this article and it says uh, Twitter is you know repulsed by someone's actions of what they said, people are you know freaking out, and it gives you like a narrative of how you should react before you've even read this story. Like you like you need to be you need to come into this story offended. So we're going to tell you that first, then read it, and your natural reaction is going to be being offended, and it's taken over the culture, and now we just can't do things that we used to and i'm not saying like bring back horrible things that like my grand you know our grandparents were just like so racist because that's just how it was when they were kids and that's how their parents taught them and then you know through the generations to leading to us we've kind of learned like whoa that wasn't cool and i don't think that they had any ill i mean maybe they did have some ill intention but you know it was just normal for them so they didn't go in you know they didn't treat it as that like to the younger generation we see it as something like holy crap i can't believe you just said that uncle (laughs) well yeah and you know i i mean speaking as a white guy and i know that that's a dangerous thing to do nowadays that i'm not allowed to really you know i'm having a hot take here but Mm -hmm. you know i've talked to my friends who are, are minority friends my black friends hispanic friends what have you and not all of them, but a lot of them are to the point where they're like, no, I don't mind if a racist says some racist shit because <laughs> then they've already outed themselves, you yeah. know? Like, they're they're out, and I know, like, okay, now I don't have to listen to what mm-hmm. this person has to Block say, em. you know? Like, ugh. Like, you know, this person obviously is not functioning on a, mm-hmm. on a higher plane or anything of intelligence. I would rather that than someone smile in my face... And then behind my back, you know, be talking all this, all this shit. But I don't know. There, this cultural appropriation thing, I think, has also kind of got a mind of its own, and it's taken off. Like this happened like a year or so ago. But there uh, were two players in the NBA, mm-hmm. uh, one current player and one retired player. Uh, the current player, his name is Jeremy Lin. He's an Asian American basketball player. Okay, and. He likes to experiment with different hairstyles. So at one point, a couple seasons ago, he decided to put dreadlocks in. And an African-American retired player, his name is Kenyon Martin. And Kenyon went on Twitter and Mm. was like, with a screenshot of his haircut, was like, you know, bro, like, this isn't cool. You're, you know, appropriating my black culture. You're Mm. trying to, you know, step in on what's cool and whatever. And... Jeremy Lin had the most perfect response ever because Kenyon Martin is an African-American player who has, like I do as a white man, Japanese kanjis mm-hmm. tattooed on his body. Oh, who doesn't have those? And so <laughs> Jeremy Lin was like, 
thank you for bringing this to my attention, bro. Cultural appropriation was never my thing. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that I know that you're just trying to help me because there's no way that you would tell me to my face while you're having, you know, Japanese kanjis tattooed on your body that I'm culturally appropriating anything. I'll burn. And, yeah. Uh, Kenyon Martin never really responded or said anything after that because he pretty much just got shut down. Yeah. Truth bombs. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Yeah, and that, that's interesting, you know, there, there's, I think there's a level of hypocrisy that kind of goes into everyone being so outraged over everything too, you know, there's, there's, if you think back to your life, you've probably said something messed up with your friends, and, and it was just like, oh, that was really messed up, but it was funny, so you laugh it off kind of thing, and, um, but in the public eye, you don't do that, you act the opposite, and, and I get that frame of thinking that some people think, well, it's okay because you say it with your friends, so why not saying say it out loud? Like, no, like it's probably not okay to say that with your friends, and it's really not okay to say it out in the street corner for everyone to hear or something, you know. And so you kind of have to, I don't know. You have to, you have to. Like, it's time and be like uh, situationally aware, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, like as long as you're not a dick about it. I'm in the food service industry. Do you know how many times I would like to drop a a, a C bomb or an F bomb and be yeah. like, you know, this lady's being a fucking C next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I can't say that at work. I mm-hmm. mean, I can say it in the Bev station, like every other server in yeah. the industry does. But you know what I mean? Like, I can't just go up and be like, "Ma'am, you're According being a fucking bitch." According to the employee bitch. handbook, you cannot say this. You know, and so. You, know, you just you know the time and the space, but when you're with your fellow servers, like you'll, mm. you'll say some fucked up shit. Like, oh yeah, some of the most fucked up shit I've said in my life were amongst my server comrades. I have too, and like the the great part is, is that everybody thinks that I'm just being like so over the top that I'm kidding, mm-hmm. and like it's great because nope, I'm like, this no, is the real me, bitch. <laughs> this is this is me being real. <laughs> I really think yeah, that, you know? that. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a that's a trait that is welcome in the service industry. Just, just be brutally honest. I don't care. But this is really, you know, that's just disturbing to me that, like, you know, like I said, after so many seasons of The Simpsons, that they're going to buckle. Yeah. And, you know, to this fake outrage. And I really have to think that it's fake. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I haven't really heard. There, there's probably five I mean, vocal people online that are truly offended, that have something to be offended about. And there's just... Like hundreds of millions of people who don't give a shit. And you want to know the sad part about it is, is you know, I didn't read this story, so I'm not even sure like who the, you know, the leaders of this lynch mob are. Mm-hmm. But I'll almost guarantee you, they're white. <laughs> like I'm telling you, the outrage is yeah. not from the Indian community being like, you know, listen here, how dare this white man be taking my voice and my act? No, fuck that. Yeah. No. They don't. They, they, I'm sure they don't care. Now maybe there is some that do, and if you do, you know what? Good for you. But it's a, it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can't. I've never seen. I haven't seen all of the Simpsons episodes, but I can't think of one thing where you know, like a poo did something. And I was like, that son of a bitch. You yeah. know, like. No, it was. It was. It was. Um, it was kind of a pivotal creature. Uh, creature. A character in. Um, in the Simpsons universe because uh, it opened the door to other ethnicities or races and, you know, kind of maybe people weren't so exposed to this in life and maybe they got a, a skewed perception of it, but it wasn't in a negative way. Right. You know, it wasn't like relentlessly, you know, making you uncomfortable around this type of character. 
one of my favorite characters is Willie. Oh, Willie, yeah. You know, and I'm like, do, do the Scottish people yeah. have a problem? Like, no, you know, no, we don't. Are we taking are we are we taking him <laughs> off of the Simpsons? You know <laughs> what? No, no Scott no, Toberfist. He, he's white, so we're not going to touch that one. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah, that that's an interesting take because you know it could be the same argument can be made for anything. You know, any character that represents. A, a particular, you know, subculture of humanity. You know, I was watching The Simpsons the other day. Yeah. And there's this character, Barney, who mm-hmm. is a horrible alcoholic drunk who yeah. says inappropriate things and belches loudly. And my grandfather died of alcoholism, and I think his character needs to be stricken from the show. I mean, how, <laughs> so, how self-important are you? Like, it's... A t- <laughs> you know what? Yeah. There's... Especially in 2018, there is so much content that you could be absorbing. Yes. Move on. Yeah, and and people who make the jokes, the writers, the the comedians, they they can't literally look at every single person's personal experience and take that into account before they write a script or a joke or a bit or anything. So for someone to come out and be offended by something um, that uh, is said, you know, on through the media in any you know factor or medium it's just ridiculous because not everyone in the world can be taken into account when you're when you're saying something and also the simpsons is not like look if you're getting social cues on how you need to act or you know be in life from the simpsons from an animated tv show then you've got bigger problems mm-hmm. Then, then can be addressed, and you need to seek professional help. So, I mean, like I think that's what people like somehow have a inability to separate the difference between entertainment mm-hmm. and like news. If or a teacher, if I'm a teacher and I'm teaching your children horribly inappropriate things, you probably wouldn't want me to be your child's teacher. Mm-hmm. And you probably would have some very very good merit to that. I, I should never be a teacher. Yeah. But we're just trying to rule out you ever becoming a teacher, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm listing everything down. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can pretty much list a lot of jobs that you know some of the stuff I've said on. Just uh, submit on, a picture, and that's all it's really going to take. <laughs> it's going to be over, <laughs> you know. But it's it, it's entertainment, and not all entertainment is for you. Um, yeah, you know, uh, Cardi B has lots of fans. Mm-hmm. People will, you know, she she sells out arenas. Mm-hmm. She wins awards. I personally don't. Her music is not for me. No, her music is for um, like people who wash plastic silverware and plates. You know, <laughs> that's who her music is for. But that's okay because there's people out there who do that and they listen to Cardi B while they're washing their plastic. Plate, so and and good for her. Yeah, she's making money. She's mm-hmm. successful. I'm not like just because you're not into it doesn't mean you have to say wait. No one else can be into this. Yeah, no, you know, it's not hurting anyone. Move on. Yeah, I mean she's she's making a bunch of teenage girls, you know, slutier mm-hmm. and well, I don't know. I'm not a parent, so that doesn't concern me. Yeah, well, move on. Just like Apu, and you know, um, when when they send him off. Um, you know what uh, what he's gonna tell them as he's leaving? Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. 
then he's in which a, way to the welfare office? That's what he's that's what he's saying outside the fucking Fox headquarters front door. Well, that and, and you know that totally is so weird to me that mm-hmm. Fox that runs the Simpsons yeah. is taking a character off like that, and they just brought back. Uh, Tim Allen's show, Last Man Standing, mm-hmm. and he got kicked off of his last network because he was too political and he thought, like, you know, the Dems were too this and that, and they thought he was too uh, too Republican. Oh, man. And so now they're bringing back a show that was considered offensive <laughs> while taking away a beloved character that is animated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, where have we heard that one before? Oh. Um, yeah, so that that was that was pretty crazy though when I read that this week that they were taking him off. And then and then you were saying about how you wanted to kind of discuss other comics saying things that offend people to a degree. Well, yeah, you know, I just it's been a topic that's come up on like several podcasts, so I'm sure you guys are probably tired of hearing about it, but as somebody who does comedy, I think it's very important. So, Jeff, I would turn it over to you in the sense as somebody who's not a stand-up. Mm-hmm. Are there any hot-button issues, topics, things a comic might talk about during uh, a show that you go to that you personally would find offensive? And trust me, if there is something you find offensive, like, that's your right, so go ahead. Like, let me no, have it. like, if I went to a stand-up comedian, I would just walk through the doors assuming literally everything is off the table of the topics of conversation that can go on because I'm at a fucking comedy show and people's art can't be restricted. You know, you can't say you can't use blue in your paintings. You can't tell a comedian they can't make jokes about a certain thing. I mean, you can, and it might, it just depends, you know, whether how good they are at telling the joke. No, but, um, if, if they wanted to do a comedy bit about some taboo, topic of conversation who am i i can either leave or i can you know enjoy it i mean me personally i probably would enjoy it because i kind of have a demented sense of humor but people who get offended by things that comedians say just in this in this example um i don't think that they should try to silence the comedian or or create you know get the freaking town square together everyone grab gather your pitchforks and let's take this person down i don't think that that is okay to do so whenever that happens i'm just very conscious of that so i kind of try to look at it from a different perspective not not if if something horrible was done like like for example like um michael richards got on stage dropped the end bomb kind of pretty much killed his career so that's the taboo let's not do let's not drop end well, bombs and 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 I don't even think it was the N-bomb. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that there was no joke associated with okay. it. You know? Yeah. Like, the word itself, you know, George Carlin used to say, words are just words. You mm-hmm. give them the power. Mm-hmm. You give them meaning. You are the one who's choosing to be offended by that word. Mm-hmm. It's not a word I use all the time. But what I'm saying is is that Michael Richards just was verbally attacking a bunch of black people by, yeah. you know, by dropping the N-bomb. And he's, you know, I mean, other than being on Kramer, can you name me one other good thing he's ever done? Oh, man, he was in UHF, dude. Oh, well. <laughs> <sighs> uh, I forgot about that, yeah. Jim. You know, touche. Yeah. 
He but, was he was in Curb Your Enthusiasm. You know, as Kramer 2.0. It's just people got to understand that when you go to watch a comedy show or you're watching a television show, mm-hmm. uh, the people crafting the joke, uh, the people performing the joke, uh, the people who are doing all these things, I don't know you on a personal level. And, well, I'm, and I'm a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, for example, I just had a fellow co-worker who is very, very devoutly Catholic mm-hmm. come to my show. Now, I know he's devoutly Catholic, but a lot of my bits talk about the church, mm-hmm. about God, about pr- uh, priest molestation. Um, I could have, if I wanted, uh, took all of those jokes off the table. Because I personally knew him. But that wouldn't be fair. Because I don't personally know everybody in that, you know, in that audience. So if I had crafted my jokes and been like, oh, well, I know he's coming. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to take these off the table. And I start talking about you know, drugs. Well, I don't know if that person sitting next to him maybe had a family member die of drugs. And that's their hot button subject. That's their... You know, their mm-hmm. thing that sticks in their craw and makes them uncomfortable or makes them offended. Yeah. So I chose to just go with it. And luckily for me, the person was an adult enough to be like, you know, I really didn't like those topics. Mm-hmm. And you know why. Because I'm, you know, devout Catholic. But the rest of your stuff was super funny. Mm-hmm. And I was willing to accept that. So sometimes yeah. the joke is not for you. If I'm up there for 20 minutes, if you're watching a comedy special, the comedian's up there for an hour, mm-hmm. and you pick one joke that crushed your soul, like, yeah. okay, how long was that bit? Five, ten minutes, maybe? Mm-hmm. There was fifty you're, plus you're minutes. Laughing up to that point, you were fine. You know, it's like, oh well, he was making fun of race. That was funny. You know, mm-hmm. he was talking about you know guys being douchebags. That was hysterical. <gasps> he talked about women. That son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, I mean, just move on. Like, did you laugh at the other stuff? Like, what, what, what's okay to joke about? Yeah, it's 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 weird because it kind of goes back to getting judged. Your entire life being judged based on one single moment, which is pretty common nowadays too. You know, actors are losing their career, and comedians are are being you know just blacklisted. And it's it's I I have I I want to say it, it has to do. So much with our political climate because everyone's like hasn't been this political in their life and since you know until now and um i think that goes hand in hand but i do find that a a a very common string among like comedians now is a lot of them are like left-wing or liberal or or democrat or however you want to say they're 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 just against the right men they make a lot of jokes tailored that way I don't really see a lot of comedians that are like, let's say, on the right, poking fun at the liberals. You know, um, the the biggest one that comes to mind is Dennis Miller. Mm-hmm. He is super conservative. Okay. Um, but no, you're right. It, like, it's, it's by it's, and large. I mean, it's like hundred to one. Oh you know? yeah, by and large, that's the you know, it's the same thing with Hollywood. You know, mm-hmm. like there are certain you know, there's Fox news you know yeah. what i mean but like most of the other media is kind of like you know they lean the other way yeah you know and it's just interesting when you when you try to like stand back and look at it from a greater angle um that that seems to be more common too and um so it seems like 
I don't know, like, if, if I am also looking at the grand picture of things unbiased, I would say that um, more liberals kind of cue outrage than on the opposite spectrum. They're kind of more easygoing. <laughs> Not, I don't want to say easygoing, but more, more, I don't know, like... I feel like, so a liberal... Mm-hmm. They're going to have outrage and demand people boycott your shit. Yeah. Okay? That's mm-hmm. their way. They're going to hit you in the pocketbook. Yeah, yeah. Okay? And, like... Cancel all your, you know, sponsors. And a conservative is going to, you know, send you a pipe bomb or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, no. I mean, I, I say that in jest. Um, I, I, I feel like it's kind of... It's a weird stereotype that... It is played. weird. And it is a stereotype. And, and I acknowledge that. But, you know, if I'm just trying to sum up no 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 it is and it's Mm -hmm. and i think it's a really good uh you know some stereotypes make sense yeah yeah you know like i don't know Mm -hmm. i'm not saying all frat guys are douchebags just everyone that i've met has been a douchebag so you know Mm -hmm. maybe the law of averages like there are some cool ones out there i just haven't seen them (laughs) you know (laughs) maybe that maybe it's like santa claus you know somebody thinks he's real somebody does i don't know if there's any kids listening he's real yep Sure is, and and yeah, and so just um, tr- trying to keep all that in mind when I like decide how I want to feel about a piece of news that I've read, you know, I I try, I try to not get offended like immediately. I'm going to repost this right now before I've even fact checked anything or you know, and 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 that jumps the gun and and that that's dangerous, you know, especially when. There's this this medium of entertainment that's there to entertain you. Just because one person doesn't like it doesn't mean that it needs to be murdered and and ended right there. And do not ever, no one ever watch this show again because they made a, a you know an insensitive joke. And it's like uh, I mean, I, I don't I don't think judging uh, the entirety of something based off of one you know misunderstanding or or insensitive comment is kind of like the final single and final nail in the coffin and it shouldn't be and that's Mm -hmm. the other thing when it comes down to insensitive like Mm -hmm. i asked you what would offend you Mm -hmm. and you were like no if i'm going to a comedy show nothing yeah i walk through life that way as much as i can Mm -hmm. like i look at it and i'm just like dude i don't know what this person did. Things that offend me are serious things. If a comedian was up there and he was like, we must rape, <laughs> guess what? I'm not laughing. Mm-mm. Like, now you're just, you know, you're you're inciting people to do things, you know, or we should, you know, we should kill Trump. No, we shouldn't. Like, that's not acceptable to yeah, believe. Well, hate but, speech, you know. <laughs> but if you're making a joke, like, let the mm-hmm. joke play out mm-hmm. and look at what they're, th- like, if a guy makes a rape joke, is he pro-rape? Well, I make, you know... Yeah. If I make a joke about alcoholism, am I pro-alcoholism and everybody should destroy their liver? Like, no. Yeah, like... Like, where is the joke? Am I poking fun of... Like, uh, George Carlin had a great bit where they told him mm. back in the day, you can't joke about rape. You can't make rape funny. And he goes, oh, really? Well, picture Porky Pig raping Elmer Fudd. Mm-hmm. Now he's like, well, he was coming on to Porky. He was wearing a tight hunting hat. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so he's not condoning rape or thinking that rape is, you know, no big deal. Yeah. It is a big deal. But there's two things you can do in life. 
You can laugh or you can cry. Now, I personally have taken uh, breakups and made jokes of them on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone through, you know, girl ex-girlfriends having abortions. Mm. And I've tried to make jokes about that. Now, am I happy about these instances? No, these things crushed me as a person. And I could have continued to sit and cry and feel sad about all these things. Or I could try to make a joke and heal and move on. Yeah. Um, comedy is, they say, laughter's the best medicine. Mm-hmm. So before you get at a comic and you're like, oh, he's being an insensitive prick... You don't know his story either. Yeah, they say a lot of comedy comes from comedians and when they're in just dark places in life, you know? You know, I mean, look, Robin Williams took his life. And he was one of the funniest people. Everybody was like, oh my God, he brought so much joy. Mm-hmm. No, a and, lot of people would probably rather have had him just make a couple horrible, you know, insensitive jokes and still be here kind of thing. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to prove with that, but yeah. Well, yeah, you know, but I mean, it's just like there are, you know, comedy comes from pain. Mm-hmm. You know, it comes from dark places. So, so don't be surprised when the dark joke comes out from the dark comedian who just had a really dark time in their life. Right. And it's it's two different parallels, you know. And, 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 and this, look, this is way out of left field, and you can correct me if this is just off the wall and it doesn't make sense. But right. now... I've been told that as a white comic, there are certain race issues or race things that I can't talk about because I don't know what it's like to be black. To you, be a someone woman told you that? Oh, yeah. I've been told that before. Okay. Uh, I won't say names, but yeah, I've been told that. I've been pulled aside. You can't joke about that. You don't, you know, you don't have a perspective. And that's the comedian telling you that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and that's what this climate has kind of done. Like it's unspoken. It, well, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, it's, save your ass. Yeah, so like, you, you know, know, I mean, they're like, oh, you can't do that, you know, you can't say that, or you can't do that. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, well, well, how come that guy can't? Oh, well, he's black, or he's a woman. He mm-hmm. knows. Well, okay, well. That's I, that's true in life, though. It, I mean, it, that, it can be. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is, is like, so... Until you get up there and you start performing, mm-hmm. don't tell me how to control my language. Don't tell me what's offensive. Don't mm-hmm. tell me what a joke is because you don't know what it's like to live with the thoughts that I have in my brain every day. Interesting. Um, you know, I see a lot of dark shit yeah. and I could curl up in a ball and be like, the world is ending, all this darkness, all this thing. Or mm-hmm. I can just try to take take it in stride, try to find the funny in there some way in the darkness and just rise above it. So, you know, a lot of the comedians, uh, we make other people laugh because we're sad inside for some reason. You're like a sad clown. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. you know. So, so that's just an interesting perspective to have on these things going into it because you'll hear, oh, did you hear like like another, like Megan Kelly made the blackface joke and I'm not defending it or anything, but it's kind of like, you know, oh, you know, you, you, you come into these things just hearing the, the, the headline, you know, and if you don't read the article, you don't get the full story. And I, I'm just using that as an example of some, another thing. You know, that was, that was something that she said, not saying it's right or wrong, um, but the reaction that she received ultimately got her fired or kicked off or suspended well, or I don't know. But Well, somebody brought this up to me the other day. Can you imagine? Now, look, I... Right, wrong, indifferent. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if what she said was right or what was wrong. I mean, it, it would just be my opinion. But can you imagine them trying to make Tropic Thunder today? Yeah. I mean, 
Robert Downey Jr. went in blackface. Yeah, that, that was the for a movie. I mean, and they made the joke: you never go full retard. Like it, it'll kill your career. You never do blackface; it will kill your career. But he uh, did it. He became Iron Man after yeah. that, by the way. Yeah, and it's um, it's Disney. It's crazy that that, and I think at the time there was some of the outrage. Like, there was like, some, like the token outrage, like someone's got to be upset about this. So I'll, I guess it's my turn, guys. I'll do it. But it, it didn't have a lasting effect, you know. If if he did that today, he uh, would never get another role. I don't think he would. But yeah, but that's interesting how how times have changed from that to here, you know. And, and that's I, not even that long ago. And and I can think back, you know, like. Older shows that were in the 70s and the 80s, a lot of that stuff would never happen today either. All in the Family is uh-huh. one of my favorite shows today. Yeah. That show would have been canned in mm-hmm. five freaking minutes. Yeah. I'm like, The Jeffersons, I mm-hmm. love that show. I'm like, Sanford and Son, mm-hmm. I'm like, Red Fox was racist as fuck on that show. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I love every minute of it. You know what show I liked and I didn't realize until like way later that the person was racist, but I never knew it during the show and I just watched it and enjoyed it for what it was? No, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's crazy how, how that kind of goes back to my earlier point of trying to hold things um, from yesterday by today's standards and the standards, standards are changing so rapidly and quickly that it's hard to make a valid assessment of that. And it goes back to Apu. It's like, you're basing the opinion or the, the, the decision of, of writing the, this character off the show that was created before this outrage existed. And then the outrage manifested itself out of the type of you know society that we've created. And now we get to try to erase our past. Like it, you have to, yeah, I mean, you have to learn from your past you can't just erase it you know you can't whitewash it you have to move forward and and, and just you know they say what it was i don't know the saying i'll probably gonna butcher it here but it was um you know if 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 uh you don't learn from your past mistakes you're doomed to repeat them something along those lines yeah you know and it, it kind of goes you know um with this whole situation is like just learn from it move forward and you know don't kill off characters just because they don't meet some sort of like quality of standard that has just evolved and and taken on a path of its own and it's almost like no one can control this man people are either just going to keep getting more offended or they're finally going to just say you know screw it i don't care anymore you know well and you know you've said this to me before we've talked about it like it's your choice to be offended yeah like these people aren't seeking you out trying to hurt your feelings Mm -mm. no they're making a show yeah just to let you know, 330 million people in America. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's just in America. These shows get shown worldwide most of the time, if they're lucky. Yep. Uh, they really can't worry about, you know, Sue in, you know, Missouri and what she's thinking about it. And it goes back to what you were saying about history. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why most white people... And it's usually white women, but it's white guys too. It's white. You know, it's just it's white. We're we're screwing up everything, is what I'm trying to say. Is uh, it's it's white guilt. Self hating white people here. It's it's white guilt. White guilt, I think, is at, guilt. is 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 literally at the forefront of all of this, or mm-hmm. 
Maybe, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's people being like, oh my god, mm-hmm. um, they're making fun of a black person or an Indian in this case. I don't. I think, need to step up and I mean, do something about it. I need to. I need to show everyone. I think on those the people, uh, like to a small degree, might be part of the issue. But I think the bigger issue is the, the the white person calling the police on the black guy because they fouled another black guy in basketball too hard. And they called. Did you hear about that? No, it's a, it's a real thing, dude. Somebody they posted. No. They I read the post on Reddit. The guy's like, I just had the police call on me because I got because I fouled some guy too hard. Someone thought they were fighting and they were just playing basketball. And they called. It was one of the myriad of like white person calls police on on black barbecue birthday party basketball game like the dummy. It was one of the things. There's there's been plenty of those. I'm sure you've heard of some of them. And, and, and I know a comedian that makes very funny I, jokes yeah, about it. Yeah, and so that that's way worse, though, I think. It's, like, that it's, is like, come on, like what the fuck is wrong with you people? It It's just, I feel like being outraged mm-hmm. gets you more attention. Yeah. Um, being offended gets people on the internet to... Gets more likes. To, to like your post and to coddle you and to tell you everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Well, I'm here to tell you, things will be okay if you want them to be, and just just change the channel, would you? Yeah. You know? I'm there like, we go. Like I said, I haven't bought any Cardi B albums, but you know what? She's not, you know, bankrupt and crying because I'm not doing it. Because <laughs> I don't put posts that I trash her because I don't care. Yeah. Uh, she's for some people, and it's just not for me. Move along. Oh, yeah. man. I'm all speaking. <laughs> oh, speaking of like offended and stuff, and, mm-hmm. uh, careers being ended. Uh, some people think justly, and that really ended. He's making his comeback now. But uh, you you sent me an article about Louis C.K. Oh yeah, Louis C.K. That was uh, one of the topics of conversation on our offended episode. Yeah, and I'm like, and it was a Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Uh, so um, Louis C.K. masturbated in front of her with her consent. Um, she, I guess she was just kind of like, yeah, okay. So <laughs> he got, you know, he got kind of blacklisted for um, someone, uh, you know, so he mas- saying he masturbated in front of me and or something. I don't know. And and, and I, I I get that. I'm not saying that that's cool or that's you know doesn't fall in line with everyone's getting offended by everyone. If you're gonna get offended by somebody masturbating in front of you, I'm not gonna stand up and say, well, hold on, let's get both sides of the story here. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but, um, yeah, apparently Sarah Silverman said that he did that, and then her sister came out and said it, too. Yeah, um, did, did, in the article I read, didn't it, like, they, they were on, like, a road trip, and, like, her sister said he did it, like, 20 or 30 times, or something something ex- excessive. Yeah, in well, front of her. I mean, is one too many? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, he <laughs> asked, right? I mean, look, I don't know what he gets out of it. I don't know what kind of weird kink, like, again, that's what brings me back to, you don't know his story. There had to have been something that happened to a young Louis C.K. when he was a child that made him, like, want to masturbate. I mean, look, there's people who have their, you know, their husbands, and, like, if their husband was like, hey, hun, can I masturbate in front of you? They'd be like, fuck no, what are you talking about? That's disgusting. No, I, I want to see do that the dishes. shit. Yeah, like, no, ew. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, look, like, his kink is weird. Um, if he ever made a woman feel like she had to say yes and give her consent, then that's wrong. But, I mean, it's not like he was... I'm like, dude, you can ride the bus and some toothless homeless guy could whip it out and start masturbating in front of you. Like, what... You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, we call that Monday. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's all in uh, your perspective. I mean, he asked these women. They said yes for whatever reason. Um, Is it gross? Is it disgusting? Is it something that I would choose to do? Hell no. It's nothing that I find exciting. No, you wait till they go home and you run to the bathroom. Exactly. I do it like a normal American. But what yeah. I'm saying is... Light the candles. Yeah. You know, every, romantic like Everybody I get, does that. You know, right. and, and, and that's the other America. thing that's really crazy. Is that, you know, uh, still in religion, like masturbation is considered a no-no. And I'm like, but didn't they tell me that you're supposed to only have sex with the ones you love? Well, aren't mm-hmm. I supposed to love myself? I'm just... <laughs> Gay! Yeah. <laughs> it is <laughs> But, you know, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, Sarah hasn't really talked about. And I read that article where she was like, I really didn't like, you know, putting my two cents in here because one of the women that this happened to did take offense. And she personally reached out to Sarah Silverman to say, like, you know. Yeah, he, it says in the article that um, she said, you know, when, she said when we were kids, he asked if he could masturbate in front of me. Sometimes I would say, fuck, yeah, I want to see that. Um, and then sometimes she would say, uh, fucking no, gross. And then they went and got pizza. That's what she, she said that on Howard Stern. Yeah. So, I mean, look, I'm not trying to make light of any woman who has been uh, the victim of, you know, an inappropriate situation. No. Okay. Here, wait, pause. So, so you feel the need to say that before you say what you're about to say. Right. So is that like right up there with... Hey man, I don't mean to be racist, but and then like exactly. no, whatever you're gonna say next is racist. Right. Well, well, I, you feel compelled to have to add that, you know. Yeah. That, well, and then that comes with the subtext. times. Yeah. Yeah. You, know? you you wouldn't have had to do that if it was five, ten, fifteen years ago, man. No, I that's wouldn't. How, that's how recent that and is. And so what? I, basically, just what I'm getting at is that this guy's career got taken down for a while. Um, I'm, I personally am glad to see him back up doing stand up. Yeah. Um. Remember when when Pee Wee Herman got caught masturbating in a theater and everyone was like, "Oh, how disgusting!" And then like a couple years later, he popped out on like like the MTV Music Awards or something, and then he goes, "Heard any good jokes lately?" <laughs> yeah. See, now look, there was a uh, there. I'm, I'm sure he. I'm sure Mr. Herman did not go to every other creepy bastard that was in that adult no. theater jacking their meat, asking them if he and, could jerk off in front of them. Is that really the worst thing that you could have? Well, that was contra- controversy back in like the 90s. Like, right. He masturbated in a rated X movie theater. Well, what the hell do you think goes on there? <laughs> he was going, he, he was he was trying to pick up some acting tips <laughs> from, from the great screenplays of, yeah. of, you know, how many fingers can I get in there? Like, I'm practicing a character role. <laughs> I'm trying to get into the... I'm playing Louis C.K. in the reenactment. Yeah. This is going to be a hot movie in the 2000s. <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah. Um, crazy but, times, man. But, yeah, you, you have to you have to pre-censor yourself before you actually censor yourself. you got to... Well, hold on now. I'm about to say something that might offend you, but I'm going to say it in a way that hopefully I don't offend you. Yeah. When you say the thing, whether it's offensive or not, and, and you then know, you kind of stand back and you look at your masterpiece that you've created or you die in a fire you know and that's the kind of thing that like it's so ingrained nowadays that like until you pointed it out Mm -hmm. i didn't even realize i was doing that we're 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 digging deep on this podcast man you know i just it's just one of those things where now i feel like i have to do it and Mm -hmm. you know jokes that i make nowadays i tell everybody i'm like hey man enjoy them 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a local Tucson guy. I'm like, if I ever do blow up, I'm like, yeah, you're not going to hear all this great these gems that I'm spitting out. <laughs> I'm like, because you know, if I have any place, they're going to be people, much more refined. You know, because at the, at this point, I'm like, you know what? People are going to you know protest me doing an open mic. I eat it. Yeah, you know, whatever. Well, you know, it's not going to depends on how bored they are that day. <laughs> they bet they better be really bored. <laughs> but so, uh, so what else you got? Oh well, um, there's actually a couple things I'm. You know, I, I like to promote uh, local yeah. Tucson comedy. Yeah, what do you got going uh, on? I, I don't have any shows myself, but uh, if you guys go to the Surly Wench on um, tomorrow, will be Monday the uh, the uh, 29th. Mm-hmm. You can uh, see uh, Died Laughing. Uh, a bunch of great, amazing local Tucson comics are uh, going to be dressing up and performing bits of deceased comics, nice. such as uh, you know, um, Bill Hicks. Uh, George Carlin. Are they going to do the their jokes dressed as them? Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, and uh, so it's going to be a great show. Uh, I'm definitely going to go down there, check it out, and support. And then, uh, are you are you going to dress up? Ah, uh, no. no, because I'm not. I'm not on the show. I'm not doing any jokes. So uh, who knows? Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll go as uh, Jeffrey Lebowski, and I'll show up down there with a with a white Russian or two, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, just hang out. You, but you were you said you were going to dress up as Jason for Halloween, right? Uh, Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna. Okay. I was I'm, I'm going over. Uh, yeah, well, it's another <laughs> one of the slashers that yeah. just killed. You know, stupid. Uh, Dude, I was gonna say though, you should go to that show dressed up. That way, you could kill. <laughs> Damn, I was trying to get the. Oh no, that's that's what it was. That is a mixer fail. Oh no, I love it. Uh, And then, uh, and then, and then the day after, uh, you guys have listened to the podcast. You know, I promote the Mint a lot uh, because there's great things, great shows going on there. Uh, It's going to be a five uh, five dollars to see amazing comedy. The great Christine Levine from the Frank Show will be. uh, doing a spot there as well as Andy Andrist. I don't know if you uh, you said you listened to him on the Frank show. Yeah, I heard him talk on the radio um, the other day. He's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, extremely funny. Uh, and uh, that show's uh, run by uh, Joey G. Uh, so uh, he's doing big things at the Mint. Getting, yeah, dude, getting, I, ha- getting I, I have him on my uh, Facebook friends list now. He always posts like really kind of crazy things. <laughs> And I've responded a few times. He's probably like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, I I, I saw a couple of your guys' interactions (laughs) on there. But, yeah, no, so, I mean, hey, guys, like, there's great things to do uh, before you go out and trick-or-treat, get drunk, and, uh, you know, go to those Halloween parties where all girls are dressed scantily clad, no matter what uh, Halloween costume they are. And, uh, you know, just come see some great comedy. And uh, there's lots of things to do in Tucson and uh, in the world, so come out and get, get your laughter on. Beautiful. And, and I just wanted to tell everyone that if we offended you on this show, that I am sorry, and I didn't mean to offend you, um, and I was going to turn this into a whole thing, but I'm just really, I don't give a fuck if I offended you. Yeah, so. that's what that, I, was, I, I was just about <laughs> like, to say, what? like, I was like, when, when Jeff gets done telling these people that he's really sorry if he offended, like, you know what, if I offended you, then you know what, it's time to put on your big boy pants, yep, you're like, or your big girl pants, <laughs> Nope. and it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, it's your choice. Uh, these are just thoughts. These are just words. These are these are just thoughts being transmitted through a microphone, through several other electronic devices, um, being streamed into your uh, your ears. So, and you know what? If you're offended, it. start your own podcast, dude. I challenge you all to start your own podcast and then come be a guest on our podcast, and we will promote you. And we'll come be a guest on your podcast. We'll we'll come wreck shit at your house. Let's Every, do this. Everybody, let's all just do podcasts. Okay, well, that's all we got for the show. Um, Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys, and we will see you guys next time.
who needs their quickie mart? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Next to it,